Good day, good day, good day. Welcome to another exciting and caffeinated episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, how's it going? Life is good. Another week, another day. Another day. It's foggy outside, which it my is my favorite time of, kind of a kind of weather. A London fog. Yeah. Is that just because fogs are always common in London? You know, I'm not really sure. But I used to love hiking in the fog. Yeah, it is kind it's, of kind There's of just something different about the whole environment um, that well, the fog brings out. It usually means, as I'm thinking about it, it probably usually means that it's still. Well, that's a thought. Because yeah. there wouldn't be any fog if it was windy, right? That's true. I it's never, very quiet. I never thought that thought until right now. Because it's very still right now. Mm-hmm. There's really... There's no wind. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's December, what, 7th? And it's like 55 degrees outside or yeah. <laughs> 50 degrees. Which is okay. So. Which is better than than snow. But hey, that's good. So what are you uh, drinking this morning? I'm uh, just doing some fresh brewed coffee. I see you brought Joe. over the... Um, so we box of tea. We have some some herb this morning. Got some herb herbal tea. <laughs> are you a herbal tea fan? Uh, no, me I'm neither. Not. I uh, so over the rectory, <laughs> I I have a tendency to, to to go through cabinets and things. That's a good in, idea. In Every closets. now and then, it's yeah. a really good idea. And uh, Katie uh, Katie Haywood, who works over at the uh, at the rectory, she appreciates. I think I think she <laughs> she could be annoyed too, but because uh, I'll I'll go through things at different times and. Uh, in one of the cabinets, there was like a bunch of herbal tea that I guess one of the priests, uh, who will remain nameless, um, <laughs> I guess really got into herbal, herbal, tea. herbal tea at one point. So have you ever had organic roasted da- dandelion root? No, somehow that just by the name of it. No, I did see though, <laughs> they had spiced apple chai. So mm-hmm. I like that. The Twinings chai would is be, really, really good. That would be nice. You got some Harney and Sons. This looks classic. Jasmine. Dragon Pearl Jasmine. That's pretty, probably pretty decent. Now, I don't know about this one. Stash has a chocolate mint. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Somehow that just as a tea thought. Yeah, I, I could do candy, but not chocolate. No. Chocolate but, mint candy, but, but not... But jumping to peppermint. <laughs> I said there was a peppermint one in there. Oh, yeah. We went to uh, Chick-fil-A last night. Oh. For one reason only. Peppermint milkshake. The peppermint milkshake. Nice. It was really good. I like Chick-fil-A. I enjoy their milkshakes, but their milkshakes also like just... Maybe want make me want to sleep because it's like <laughs> we, a lot of sugar. We had it like at ten o'clock last night. It was it was so good. That is tasty though. It's very tasty. That's better than the um, the the shamrock shake. Oh, that's, would you say my wife which, always which makes is, fun which of is, me? Which is better? <laughs> you know, I like the the peppermint one at Chick Fil A because it had those little pieces of like chocolate peppermint in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that's, but I that's do good. like the sh- the shamrock shake. Yeah. I, I would not be a good judge. I have not had either. Um, maybe I've had a shamrock shake before. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a huge mint guy. I'm, I'm not, I, I go through mint. like little spurts. Yeah. I never really chewed gum either. No? No. I know a lot of people like grade school, high school. People, they would always get in trouble for chewing gum in class. Yeah, but, I was never a big gum chewer. I don't know. Like gum is, it's good for like two minutes. And then once the taste goes away, it's kind of just like yeah, <laughs> yeah, like chewing on plastic. And then you figure out what to do with it when you're done. <laughs> yeah, then, you, then that's the yeah. 
So. The infamous cleaning of the pews. Or, yeah, the bottom of the desks. And <laughs> yes, school. we know people. We know. We know. We know. We put you put your gum beneath the pews. Our maintenance people have to clean it off every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, yuck. <laughs> but yes, no, no tea this morning. But I'm going to put it out for the staff. See, see who's see who's interested. See who will who will bite. Yeah, put it next to the chocolate cake. That'll probably go well. <laughs> that could. That could. Yeah, during the holidays, we have um, Paula. Our secretary she um she calls it temptation table so there's a table in the parish office that you know events and things there'll be cookies and just people bring stuff and it's like always full of of temptation so we're very grateful thank you for Indeed. everyone who, who who brings us uh gifts but it's also a lot of temptation we do <laughs> and we ask for forgiveness and try to go for a walk for these and other to, sins uh, we uh yeah <laughs> All right, so... So what's the hot topic for today? The hot topic for today would be, uh, I stayed up late, too late last night. <laughs> Were and, you watching TV or the coffee. Uh, scrolling through social media? I was not, actually. I, I, was, I, was, I was doing a budget. Oh. <laughs> Purposely? <laughs> or... I mean, you don't, you don't just stay up late, you know, just thinking about numbers and finances no if i do th- stay up late thinking about money and finances like how are we going to pay this bill <laughs> exactly right that would be the that would be the so yeah no so it was kind of a unique thing so i suppose this will be maybe a little bit revealing uh, confessional time uh, for father david but so uh as priests we we have an income uh we we are paid uh by the diocese through the through the parish and as as, as, as a parish priest we're kind of in between two worlds we're we're not really religious, you know, like, so religious brothers and sisters, they, they really don't own anything. Uh, they, a lot of them will take uh, a vow of poverty. So they really don't have any sense of personal finance. And they live in a community. And you live in a community. And whatever their paycheck is goes right to the community. Right to the community, right. Um, so that's one end. The other end would be, you know, everybody else, you know, in the world, uh, lay people who would, um, you know, be living family life, but have, would have, essentially would be, um, kind of on their own with finances. You know, you work and you bring in and all that. We're kind of in between, you know, two worlds where we do um, have a salary. We do make our own money and we get stipends, you know, from masses and, and things, which is kind of a part of our salary. But when, but we're also not in it for the money, you know, either. That we take a promise uh, of simplicity of life. We don't take a vow of poverty, so we, uh, we do own things. Uh, but we're called to live uh, live simply, you know, within our means uh, and that. So, but a part of that is we have to, you know, manage our own finances. We have to, you know, uh, do planning, you know, from, from month to month. Um, you know, certainly like everyone else, you know, we're called to, we're called to tithe. We're called to, you know, give of our money to, uh, to the church, the missions, you know, different organizations that we're, are doing good, good ministry work. So some of our money should go to that. Uh, but then also planning for the future, you know, uh, investing kind of all those, all those things because, mm-hmm. you know, retirement wouldn't simply be, Oh, the diocese doesn't necessarily just simply fund every, every priest's retirement. They, they help us great, you know, greatly at, at times, but part of it is on us to, you know, kind of be responsible and, and kind of figure that out. So, but up to this point, I haven't really done any budgeting or planning, you know, this past, past couple of years of, of priesthood. Because when you're in the when you're in the seminary, aka college, you just mm-hmm. you don't have anything. So, so you're when you finally get a paycheck, it's like, oh wow, I actually have money. I can do things, you know. So, 
uh, more or less, I've been kind of shooting by the hip, um, you know, in regards to finances. But I, I did have the sense of like, I need to sit down and talk with someone, you know, just about my situation, you know, and, you know, realize what's going, what's coming in, what's going out, what, how should I be going about this smartly? So I finally sat down with someone from my, from my tax, from my, with my tax people. And, and, and she was really good. She just kind of gave me a basic kind of sense of, you know, what does budgeting look like? What are your, what are your, some of your goals? You know how much how much should, should how much should we be withholding you know federal and state and all that stuff so and it was just very kind of it was um it was kind of exciting to finally kind of get at this thing i've been thinking about and kind of really kind of dive into it a bit and so it was like she was explaining things and it was all great and you know um then, then later that day so last night i finally sit down, sit down to our spreadsheet and then i go <laughs> So what do I do? <laughs> so what are you looking at all the blank uh, little boxes right. on the spreadsheet? Boxes, boxes, boxes. Uh-huh. Well, and she she had a sense of you know kind of you know have you have like little envelopes and you know mm-hmm. what are your what the envelope system so you you have you know this is coming out every month you know this is coming out every month you know this is what your extra is this is what you're putting into savings so you have these envelopes and then you you know you move it down from month to month. Because I remember my grandma had the envelope system. Yeah. She would put like, you know, a certain amount of money for the the mortgage and then groceries and then whatever was left was in the last envelope. <laughs> it sometimes was empty, but Yeah, and yeah. sometimes, you know, some months, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be a little slummer. But uh, it's just a way of kind of, okay, this is actually what I have. Mm-hmm. And how can I responsibly and and prudently kind of move this money, you know, to where I to where I need it. So it was really helpful, but but then to say you go you go from excitement and inspiration to then like not despair, but yeah. But then you realize, oh well, I also think I was trying to bite off more than I can chew. I know, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Deacon Bob, Deacon Bob knows uh, knows me pretty well. I can think kind of large scale, yeah, globally, globally. <laughs> so as a comparison, I was. I, I, I thought I was organizing a closet, but I was organizing like the entire basement. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to do way too much at once. So when I just needed to bite off like, okay, just do one month. Just do, the just do yeah. once one month first and then you can think about the year later. But I was I was thinking about this, you know, in terms of a uh like a conversion experience mm-hmm. or a or a life of faith. That, you know, people, we have conversion experiences where we come to this, deep, you know, we maybe just be kind of living life as we're living it. But then we come to this deeper sense of God exists, God loves me, God wants me to follow him. And that can be an enlivening kind of, yeah, exciting thing. You know, conversion experiences are beautiful. And I think about the people who are coming through the RCIA process this year. So some of these people, you know, may know very little uh, about the faith. And what does it mean to be a part of the church? What is the church? What is, what's the history of the church? What are the sacraments? What are the scriptures? <laughs> there's like, there's, there's, there's so much stuff um, of what it means to be a, a Catholic, a person of, of faith. And you could have this ex- conversion experience that's, that's very exciting. But then you realize, oh, wow, there's a lot here. Not just to know, but, but then even like how my life has to change even, you know, um, personally, how, you know, maybe this is how I've been living my life, but maybe I need to live a little differently. Maybe I've been investing a lot, you know, in mm-hmm. certain actions uh, and certain ways of living. Maybe I shouldn't invest, you know, as much in that area. Maybe I should invest more here. And um, and that can be kind of daunting. 
But then with the RCIA, the right of Christian initiation for adults, that we have a, a team of people that's there to walk with you, mm-hmm. kind of like a financial planner uh, would um, uh, would do with you. So, so I don't know that we can flesh out some more things we talked about, but that was just kind of just to kind of lay it out. That's kind of what I was I was thinking about. Well, anything. What brings you to the discussion of I need a budget? Mm-hmm. Is it where you are at the beginning of your life and career? Yeah slash ministry where you're looking ahead or is it where you get to the point where you have no money you're so deep in debt you have to figure out how am I going to get out of this hole wait till you hit rock and I think faith is a lot like that what's that trigger that causes conversion sometimes it's I'm looking at my life and I just want to do it better we have people like that in our second grade um, families who are bringing their kids for first communion or for baptism and other folks, it's they're older and they experience the death of a loved one and they're looking for meaning in life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's the trigger that, I like that. causes that? Well, any time is a good time to start. Right. So I don't know if that no, that, your financial that, person told you that. Well, that's nice, too, though, because, yeah, what's the trigger? What helps us to move into that? So, I mean, beforehand, you know, because I hadn't been addressing it, mm-hmm. because it was kind of just lingering, uh, I knew it was something I, I was supposed to be doing. Uh, there was kind of this apprehension, you know, about it. And kind of this, um, yeah, and I wouldn't say fear, but like, you know, there's an apprehension to kind of getting into it. Maybe a, maybe a little bit of guilt, you know, mm-hmm. that I hadn't been doing yet. But then, right, you can't listen to those voices, essentially, right? That it's really, it was in the finally stepping out into it that then I experienced, you know, kind of the excitement and the joy of it. Not again. Not that it was always it was always going to be like that, but yeah, there is this kind of like you know you just kind of have to step out and do it. I suppose that's why we call it faith. Right? Yeah, and we see that a lot with our second grade families who do second grade uh, parent conferences. Right. And um, and you help with those, which are, mm-hmm. it's really helpful. Yeah, they're nice. Um, but we usually ask, "How's going the church going?" And I, almost every parent to the to the last one I've talked to said. You know, we talked about that on the way over here. Like, how are we going to answer that question? Because we know it's going to come up. Yeah. It's like going the, these little meetings with our second, second grade parents. It's a moment to connect and, you know. Yeah, it's not uh, a guilt but thing. It, but it is kind of like going to the doctor's office. Yeah. I, I know. You know, it's like, well, have you flossed? Have you done your things? You know. And, and imagine it was like you going to that financial person. There's that little bit of guilt like, oh, I should have been doing this. Okay, yeah. so I'll, let's start from today. You right. know, like how, how can we help you to start? Right. It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect, but yeah, how, it's a start. How do what is that start look like? Yeah, yeah. It's not about you know kind of shame. Mm-mm. You know, looking at the past like all, oh, oh crap, all the things I haven't done. It's about okay. Well, what's the opportunity now? Mm-hmm. You know, what's let's let's simply just move forward. I mean, that's I mean that's the example of Jesus too in the Gospels, right? You know, I mean, even like in a in a drastic way. You know, the woman caught in adultery. Like he sees her, mm-hmm. uh, he loves her. Um, and it's from that place that he calls her, you know, now don't, don't go sin anymore. You know, like he calls her to a better life, but he doesn't do that by saying like, you know, shame on you. Yeah. You, know, you shouldn't have been doing all that stuff. No. Right. That's, uh, it's about encouragement. Mm-hmm. So, and I think, um, yeah. And even with the RCI process, people are coming from all different kinds of places and, you know, the RCIA team you know, is really about walking with and encouraging and, um, yeah, helping along that 
helping along that journey. And we see that with adult confirmation too. A lot of times people will come for uh, sponsor certificates to be a sponsor for baptism or confirmation. And you have to be confirmed for that sponsor role. And so a lot of people go, well, my parents got divorced when I was in eighth or ninth grade or when I was in high school and I never finished um, or I got in trouble and never finished. So it's like, well, then how can we help you today? You know, I can't change the fact that that you can be a sponsor, but I can change how do I help you get confirmed and get you in that process without being guilt ridden or shameful or it's just like, let's just do it now. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think that's good. That's a good. That's a good thought. But I think, um, you know, and the other part of it too is that it's a, it's a both and of you know stepping into this whole budgeting thing. Mm-hmm. It's not simply, I can't be handheld the whole time, right? So um, you definitely need someone there to help you along. But it's kind of this balance between, I kind of have to do step out on my own. You know, even though I took uh, you know two hours yesterday or whatever late in the evening to kind of figure all the stuff out. You know, I, I needed to at least try to invest that that time to kind of figure things out myself a little bit. But then you go back to the person who who has the has the wisdom and the knowledge to be able to help you. Then figure out, okay, well, this is this was good. This was maybe maybe not. You know, this isn't helpful. You know, help you figure out what you're you're doing. Yourself. So did you use a budget template or what? No, I just tried to uh, just. Uh, <laughs> so you kind of tried to do your own template. Yeah, well, I, I was trying to follow kind of kind of the outline she was showing me, which again was started simply, but I think I was trying to make it. I was trying to add all these other factors in, uh, which maybe could be a good analogy, right? With faith, yeah, it's like right. you got to start simple. Start with the basics, mm-hmm. you know, and and that whole thing where you talked about hand holding. I think people struggle with faith and then they come to somebody who can help them out a little bit and they struggle some more. That struggle is part of the growth. That's a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And I had that sense last night when I was kind of struggling to, and now it was late. Well, plus I had coffee at my brother's house. So, <laughs> so it was a whole, a whole cocktail of things. <laughs> so, and then of course, so I'm like, I'm like, oh, I should go to bed. No, I got to push through. No, I got to go to bed. No, I got but I have the energy to push through. Um, so how late were you up? Like one o'clock. Oh, okay. When I had to get up at five. I used to pull all-nighters 45. when I was writing. Yeah. I, when I was your age, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Now it's like, if I'm, not, I'm done at 11. Well, and I, I sensed it was a very similar impulse to when I like get on a kick of like cleaning out the basement uh-huh. or the closet yeah. or whatever. I, you know, Kind of ride the wave. Yeah. <laughs> And and later on, David, you know, will 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 thank me when I don't have to go through all this stuff because mm-hmm. I've been doing it all along. But, um, but yeah, when, you know, when you get a drive to do something, you just want to kind of knock it out. Yep. You know, even if it's late, you can kind of just do it. But yeah, so that, that was kind of just thought between conversion, kind of growth in a life of faith, um, having someone accompany you, but being willing to step out and um, and keep doing the keep doing the journey. And yeah, from here. You, you take it in small chunks, and that's what and that's what faith is. We're not gonna like go from the bottom to the top of the mountain overnight. I'm not gonna go from an ignoramus to an accountant, yeah. <laughs> you know, in 24 hours. But it's about stepping, just simply stepping into the journey. That's really good. And I'm thinking about the Our Father, give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we rely on God? Um, I remember when people were going into retirement, they would always say, "I'm on a fixed income." 
and it's somebody who's working, I always think, I'm on a fixed income. Like, yeah, <laughs> I get this check once a month or every couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah, and it's not changing a whole lot. Um, so how do we rely on on what God gives us? Right. And how do we budget our time and our energy to share that with other people mm-hmm. um, without going into some kind of negative debt? spiritually or energy wise yeah and that was kind of a different thing you were talking about like so so part of budgeting is how much is coming in mm-hmm. and how much is going out and not that not that faith is simply transactional but at the same time you can't give what you don't have we can't, you can't <laughs> give what you don't have and i mean in a real sense the fruit and i would argue this the fruit of a christian the fruit of the christian life comes through prayer mm-hmm. first and foremost mm-hmm that it's 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 a life of prayer aka relationship with god actively mm-hmm. you know from day to day moment to moment um and we've done podcasts on what that could look like not simply saying the our father um good thing right. but lexio divina mass mm-hmm. the sacraments all of these different ways of entering into that relationship that then we have the energy zeal passion grace to then do those things you know, of the Christian life. And I think when we feel like we don't have any more to give, that's where we ask God in all of God's grace and wisdom to provide what we don't have. Right. And ask God, and rely on God's right. you know, unending grace to yeah. to help us through that. Right. So, maybe to your point, so maybe the beauty of the life of faith and the life of grace is that there is no fixed Income. <laughs> Income, right? <laughs> right. That so yes, we do need to plan mm-hmm. but I mean at the same time we all can all we can also tap into, you know, um, a bank account that's infinite. Right. And and God wants to give us good gifts at at any moment. I think of moms that have little kids that mom has COVID or the flu and she still has to keep giving to her kids, you know, or single moms or dads who work a lot but they still have to be there for their family that right. that God can help carry us through those moments of I don't have any more to give right so yeah so don't be afraid to tap into the tap into the eternal mm-hmm. <laughs> right absolutely into the, uh, into the ocean of grace that that's there for us you know but that can't happen until we step out Right, mm-hmm. to kind of tie it into the, you know. And when's a good time to start? Right now. Right now. Um, Isn't that the, the Notre Dame, it's not, it's kind of related, the Notre Dame uh, motto, play like a champion today? Oh, no. Is that the sign they touch? Is I, it, I is think it so. them that touch the sign? Yeah, I think I so. can't remember. Uh, I'm, I'm probably. I think uh, you're hope, right. Hopefully I'm right. Yeah, well, if not. Um... If not, I'm revealing my <laughs> sports uh, <laughs> ignoramusness. <laughs> yep. I think, I'm pretty sure, play like a champion. Today. Today. I like that. I think that's Notre Dame's. I like that. If so, not, somebody will. That's Father fine. David's email is. <laughs> Indeed. I'll just put mine on there this week. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining in. We'll uh, we'll tap into the eternal by uh, saying a little prayer. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. God and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, the gift of our lives, uh, the gift of the many gifts and graces uh, you have, uh, you desire for us. Uh, and in fact, provide for us uh, throughout our days, whether we realize those or whether we don't realize those. 
We ask you to be with us uh, today. Fill us with faith and courage to step out into a relationship with you, to grow in our faith, to share our faith uh, with someone uh, who is in need, who um, maybe is going through uh, depression or sadness or um, personal difficulty, that we may be uh, a light uh, for them. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Enjoy the week. Enjoy Advent. Second week. We're getting on, getting close to the third. So Christmas is coming. Have a great day and rely on God's grace. Mm-hmm.